Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Bank Sunday. Jay Bankley, Grant Nicholson, producing the operation. Josh Vernier comes your way live from Craft and Draft. If you want to see Vern in person, you want to do three strikes in person, go to Craft and Draft, which is an awesome place, at Coffin Stadium and see Josh Vernier. Uh, coming up at noon, Jonathan Heasley today for the Kansas City Royals. The rubber game against the Houston Astros before the uh, Blue Jays come to town to face the Royals. The way things are going, the five-game losing streak, winning two out of three against the Astros would be nice. Fewest wins in Major League Baseball. I'll take any wins I can get. I don't really That's care right. who they're against. Name of the game is just winning, man. Because if you don't win, you're the first loser, man. Very simple. Just keep winning. I, we're loser number one right now. I know. Quite literally. I know. And here's the bad thing about it. Because this would always have this has only happened to the Royals. This is the Royals' luck. Next year's MLB draft. It's not where you finished anymore. There's actually a draft lottery next year in Major League Baseball for the top six picks. So it, it's no guarantee if the Royals ended up with the fewest or the fewest wins in Major League Baseball that they'd be the number one pick on the clock. Now, it doesn't affect this year. This year, the, the Royals are drafting ninth. And I'll have to ask Vern when his mock draft is coming out because his mock draft 1.0 for the Kansas City Royals, I am curious um, when that'll happen, but uh, we'll get to there at some point. But the storylines to follow at training camp this year and mandatory mini camps June 14th through 16th. So we're getting there. Uh, the last OTA will be June 7th through 10th. So that's this week. And that's it. So June 7th through 10th for OTAs, which of course are voluntary for players to go. The mandatory mini camp June 14th through 16th here's what nfl.com had as the biggest storylines and they're kind of right on about a lot of them Deshaun watson's impact on the browns um keeps being new cases against Deshaun watson roger goodell uh indicated last week that it was nearing an end so they don't know what direction they're going they have no idea what they traded for losing three first round picks bringing Deshaun watson will he play or not or they try to salvage things Try to salvage things with Baker Mayfield. But it's just a mess, man. Like, Cleveland Browns are just a mess. If you're a fan of that organization going through head coaches and GMs all the time, then your head coach was coach of the year a couple years ago. You make the playoffs, win a playoff game, and now it seemingly just all goes to hell um, for when they make a big play at quarterback. Very interesting stuff. Um, And then, of course, there's the uh, quarterbacks in new places. Russell Wilson in Denver, what kind of impact will that be? Uh, Matt Ryan and in Indy, uh, two teams that are expected to compete this year. 
that that'll be interesting. And then, of course, um, the wide receivers, all the wide receivers in different places as well. Uh, as far as the Chiefs, I'll get to that in just a second. But the Buffalo Bills, uh, which is funny because people keep calling the Buffalo Bills a rival. And they haven't really done anything yet. They disappointed last year at the end of the year. Of course, they lose at Arrowhead Stadium to the Chiefs. They're the Super Bowl favorites this year. They lose 41-15 to to the Colts at home last year down the stretch. Lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Still, Urban Meyer was head coach. They did lose to that team. And they ended up playing in Kansas City, which is embarrassing. And I know Von Miller's there, but what impact do you really expect Von Miller? I know he's got his big pass rush summit this weekend, and Karloftis is there, but... You know, the arrival of the Buffalo Bills, but the Kansas City Chiefs as well, the storylines, get into those in just a second. But, yeah, I mean, as far as NFL.com's and the storylines, I'm interested in the receivers. I'm interested to see what Devontae Adams uh, will do with the Raiders. Tyreek Hill in Miami. Much more on that in just a um, Tyreek Hill's impact with the Dolphins. Dolphins spending a ton of money. Let's go to Dan and KCK. Dan knows the phone number. What's up, Dan? Hey, Bink, how you doing? Yeah, and the and the first game lost to the Steelers. I don't know how they have Bills lose to the Steelers in week one. That's unbelievable. And uh, I was going to tell you, Bink, uh, I know Andy Reid's on top of everybody else in coaching, you know. Yeah, and uh, McManus, you don't know what he's going to do with the Broncos. And Josh McDaniels uh, was terrible in, in Denver. And Brandon State likes to go for it on fourth downs all the time. <laughs> and I think the Celtics won in five or six. What do you think, Bink? The Celtics, you know what? I didn't think so in the beginning. Um, I do now. I was thinking Golden State in six. But I think I may have to change that. When Boston goes to Golden State and wins game one, that epic collapse of 15 points collapse. Have you changed your mind on the NBA Finals, or did you always have the Celtics winning? No, I had the Celtics. Okay, so you had the Celtics. Yeah. I, I think the Celtics are like a better team. Like they're a better basketball team. They're playing like it right now. There's no question about it. And the, Dr- Draymond can't go out there and keep missing. Draymond's either. awful. I know. He's terrible. Yeah. He's a, a bad basketball player at this point. He won't shoot the ball. No. No, it, it's not. He's a, it's a literal zero on offense. But as far as uh, what uh, Dana KCK was saying, yeah, this this division, the ownership of this division, Andy Reid, 8-2 and two in his last 10 against the Raiders. 13 and 2 in his last 15, 15 in the last 18 against the Raiders, against the Chargers, 7 and 3 in the last 10, 13 and 3 in the last 16, and against the Broncos, 13 in a row. You have Nathaniel Hackett in Denver this year. And keep in mind, comes over from Green Bay, good deal. But thing is, you have the back the back-to-back MVP as the quarterback. You have Matt LaFleur calling the plays. It wasn't Nathaniel Hackett, even though he's offensive coordinator. So was it Nathaniel Hackett? What was his influence? In fact, you have an MVP quarterback in Matt LaFleur calling the plays, the head coach in Green Bay. Like, what gives him that thing where we say, okay, he's the right guy in Denver to lead him? He hadn't proven himself yet. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but he hadn't proved anything. Josh McDaniels has had his head coaching opportunity. didn't work. That's fine. It happens. Like, Pete Carroll bombed out with the Patriots, has done a nice job, well, did a great job at USC, and he's been the two Super Bowls with the Seahawks. So it can happen. No question about it. But Brandon Staley, as he mentioned, goes for two all the time. 100%. Like Brandon Staley was the head coach who actually cost his team a postseason. Just getting to the postseason. He didn't do it because of untimely. I get analytics, man. I love analytics. There's a time and place for him, though. 
And you got to be careful because he was costing his team. And if they keep losing games because their head coach's decision going for two or or going for it on fourth down, at what point do the players start you know, really questioning their head coach? Because they have a former defensive coordinator as head coach, not offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator's head coach putting the offense in bad situations. Cost him a game against the Chiefs, cost him the chance at the end of the year to beat the Raiders to get to the postseason. I just see a lot of inexperience at head coach in this division, except in Kansas City. Sandy Reed's third all-time in playoff victories. And to think all these other guys, I think it's a very underrated thing. I think all the hot takes you see, first take or you name it about, you know, the Chargers are going to be the team to win the AFC West this year. I even saw it this morning. Um, Adam Shine, NFL.com, was talking about could the Chiefs, you know, finish last in the division. Yeah, Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, that changed. I love the Broncos roster, but again, you're talking new head coach, which I do think is an upgrade over Fangio because Fangio really couldn't do anything with that offense. So if you can do anything with that offense whatsoever, better news. But will their defense take hit? Because Fangio is a great defensive mind, and that's what did keep Denver in games was their defense. Does that all change now? The Raiders, interesting team to me with Devontae Adams coming and Chandler Jones. Love their offseason. Hell, I even like the Chargers offseason, bringing in J.C. Jackson a corner in, in the, the trade for uh, Khalil Mack. thought those are two great additions for the Chargers. The experience at the top should be the most concerning for any of these other AFC West teams. The experience at head coach and that, that combination that can't be duplicated, that people keep trying to get, the coach-quarterback combination. It's the number one thing in the NFL to have. The coach and the quarterback on the same page, on the same wavelength as far as the plays that they call and making adjustments and doing things. The Chiefs have the clear advantage of that. But as far as storylines for the Chiefs, you know, coming into this, I think several. We talked to Ron, you know, about the cornerback battle and the, and the running back battle. But I'm curious how these these rookies fit in. Like, Trent McDuffie was all world at Washington. Karloftis, as I've mentioned, I think is the most pressure of any rookie in the NFL, to be honest with you, and definitely any rookie with the Kansas City Chiefs because of what he's expected to do. He is the edge-rushing presence for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's not like he's coming in here and Melvin Ingram was brought back with the Chiefs and, you know, the expectations were, you know, third down special at first, week three or four, start working you in to start. Now he's going to be expected to go right away because he is their free agent move. So looking forward to the rookie, Sky Moore. I want to see what he can do. I'm excited to see what he can do up at training camp. He can do some freaky things. He catches everything thrown at him. He had the biggest hands any wide receiver at the combine. Put up ridiculous numbers. I'm curious what he can do. Watch what he can do. But that's I think that's the storyline. The other thing, too, is, you know, with Joe Cullen coming over here as defensive line coach, you know, how will the defense adapt? Tyron Matthews not here anymore. Is that coach on the field? Will Justin Murray bring the noise in at safety? He's a hard hitter. What will he do? What will the defense look like not having Tyron Matthew back there? So I'm curious how that looks back to communication. Maybe this defense comes as surprises us all. I'm just saying be top 15. Be a top 15 defense. We know they do good against points allowed. And I'm curious, too, as far as the offense and what they're doing, the spreading the ball around, using all sorts of different people. That's what they're going to do. And with MVS and Juju Smith-Schuster, two physical wide receivers that can block as well. The screen game. How important will the screen game be 
going forward for the Chiefs as it started getting more and more important as each went each game went last year. But just seeing how they adjust because it's the wild card, the Chiefs offense. Because last couple of years, teams knew exactly what to expect when they played the Chiefs. It was the same group, same cast of characters. They know McCole Hardman. They know Tyreek Hill. They know it's going deep, which they still can play that game because MVS runs a 4-3-7. You know, Sky Moore can get down the field and, 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 and go deep, but also catch the ball across the middle too. So I'm curious what the cast of characters, what the Chiefs offense does, and some of these running backs. Clyde, they're going to rely on Clyde. Or is it going to be Isaiah Pacheco, the seventh-round pick, getting some time, who had 3.9 yards of carry at Rutgers, but it was a bad offensive line. But he ran a 4-3-7 at the combine, fastest running back out there, and the Chiefs got him. Jerry Ely, the undrafted free agent at Ole Miss. I'm curious what he can do for the Chiefs as well. But I kind of want to see these pieces and how the Kansas City Chiefs will be working them in to uh, what, what the offense is supposed to be. But coming up next, though, we'll take a look at, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the defense of Tua. The Dolphins just keep doing it, and Tua spoke this week. These guys need to settle down. The whole Tua-Tyreek Hill combination. Stop trying to sell us and just play football. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to Big Sunday. We'll talk to Josh Vernier coming up at 1030. Don't forget Vern's doing a live Vern's on deck show from Craft and Draft at a Coffin Stadium. So you're at the K and you want to see it, go up there and he's going to do three strikes live. It's the return to being in front of the people, which I think is awesome. You've been paying attention to this Tyreek and Tua and trying to sell us uh, on Tua. I've been paying attention to some of it. I mean, it, it's, it, I don't get it, man. Obviously, I heard Tyreek's press conference where he was like, he, he throws a pretty ball it's it, it, stumbling it, over his words because they put the social media thing out right and they did it themselves and they decided i don't know like who was part of it they decided to put a pass out there you're saying what, what kind of acts tyreek's waiting on it he's waiting on it then you had uh tyreek you know mention about tua like he said i just feel like football is all about confidence you know and um i'm very confident in my quarterback you know so i just feel like you know 
if I'm able to like help him get all the confidence in the world and push other guys to push that confidence into him, then the sky's the limit for the guy. You know, because he's a heck of a talent, you know, has crazy arm, arm strength, arm talent, you know. So, like I said, man, we're, we're all excited, you know, just to watch him sling the ball each and every day, you know. I mean, the selling of Tua, I just don't understand. I'd be confident. Right, Richard, Tua, what do you think of the way the ball comes from him, Tua, uh, now that you've experienced it for a little bit here? I mean, it's nothing It's nothing weird. You know, at first I thought it was going to be something crazy, the ball going all over the place. But Tua actually has, you know, probably one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. So um, it's, it's very catchable. I don't want to continue because the more I talk, the more it sounds weird. So it, Tua is a, is a very accurate quarterback. That's all I'm going to say. You're going from Mahomes to Tua. It's a very catchable ball, whatever that means. You're going from a Ferrari to a Corolla, man. <laughs> I just, like, I'd be pretty confident, too, if those checks were cashing, you know? Well, I, I guess, but here's what here's where it got good. Because now Tua, listen to the sarcasm with Tua. This, this whole selling, I, I just you don't see this going on in the NFL the Dolphins made a lot of noise. They went free agent crazy this year. You know, that's where Melvin Ingram ended up too, by the way. And you made they had the trade for Tyree Kill. But here's Tua defending himself as well. You know, for me, it's just zone that out. I mean, we come out to practice. Everyone else, Twitter warriors, you know, keyboard warriors, whatever you want to call them. You know, they're not out here practicing with us working hard. So, uh, I don't know if you guys recorded that last one to Tyreek, but... I don't know about you, but that looked like money. <laughs> see, see how stupid that is? He, he's talking about a throw in practice where they're not even wearing full pads. In it practice, like, man. It looked like money, though, Jay. It, it, looked, it looked like, like money. Like, what other quarterback talks about a pass <laughs> he made in practice? Seriously. It looked like money. It looked like money. I mean, <laughs> he, he goes on. Third to the last play we had. Uh, I don't know if I could throw the ball downfield still, uh, but by my account, I think that might have been a touchdown to Tyreek. Um, oh, yeah? If not, then we scored two plays after that to Tyreek. So, you know, however you want to write down any of that to social media or whatever outlets you guys are with, uh, you do so. See, this is when he's lost, man. It's so, and this I is embarrassing. Him at Alabama, but, this, but this is when you've lost. Secondhand embarrassment. This is when you've lost the battle, man. When you're worried about Twitter and everything instead of playing football. It's like at some point you just got to shut up and play football, right? Like if you really want to prove people wrong, you don't have to talk about a pretty pass you made in practice. You know, go out and win football games. Can you imagine if Patrick Mahomes came out and was like, I don't know how we'll replace Tyreek. You know, did you see that, that dime I threw to MVS on the seventh <laughs> play of the third series. I bet Chad Henney's throwing dimes in practice, man. I bet he's throwing dimes in practice. The head coach, Mike McDaniel, <laughs> it goes on, buddy. If a quarterback can see the defense um, and is accurate, then you just see if he can throw it 60 yards. I think he, he might have had a 55-yarder today. Who but, cares? Um, that's why you hear no uh, cause for concern at all from the players because they know that too. Like he's, <laughs> he's plenty fast, and the great thing is he sees the field. Um, he has, he's, he's not throwing the ball 85 yards but um, I don't see the practical application of an 85-yard thrower unless you have the best offensive line in the history of football. It's true, man. Javarcus Russell could throw it 85 yards, but he wasn't very accurate. Yeah, but why would you say that? 
Because you got to defend your guy, man. You just have to. I like how two is like, Keyboard what about the Warriors. third play? Third play on the second yeah, to last it was, series. It was a t- we it scored two plays one. later. Against what? Everybody's wearing shorts, man. I threw it to Tyreek, though. It was pretty good. Was so pretty you're saying throw. there was a good deep ball today? Were you pretty confident that it would be completed? There's a couple. Head coach Mike McDaniel. He, he throws Tua throws a very catchable ball. Listen, I like what the Dolphins have done. a very catchable ball. But this defense of the quarterback is going way too far, man. I mean, way too far. I don't hear the commanders out here talking about Carson Wentz. <laughs> Trying to sell us on Carson Wentz. Because I saw Carson Wentz and Andy screw up and throw an interception while he was at his own one-yard line. So Carson Wentz go into Jacksonville at the end of the year and lose the game. Stop selling us on Tua. If you if all you're worried about is what they're saying on Instagram or Twitter, can you imagine baseball players with the crap they get when they're through? Uh, we're having slumps, like over fifteen slumps or whatever. I mean, I remember all the crap Jeremy Guthrie just used to get on his personal Twitter account with the Royals. You know, this guy ended up starting in the World Series for the Royals, but they go out and throw a a complete game. It's like. You just got to block that stuff out, man. I don't even know how some of these guys have social media, to be honest with you. You got to block it out. I remember talking to Brett Phillips uh, when he was with the Royals about this because he was picked off third. He was talking about all the negative feedback. Yeah, I said, I don't know how you guys can even check your mentions because someone's going to complain about everything. You can go three for four and someone's wondering why you weren't four for four. But you can't worry about that. But can you name me the last time a quarterback's defending a pass in practice? And I think we scored two plays after that against what? Your own defense. You get Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. You should be able to score. And your tight end is Mike Gazeki. I just want Patrick to come up and be like, 17th play of the third practice at OTAs. I threw a pretty good ball. It's catchable to Juju. <laughs> I don't hear the Steelers talking about Mitch Trubisky. Like, Trubisky's out here just throwing dimes, man. Or the Bengals. Do you remember them talking about Joe Burrow? Like, he's just completing everything. Because remember Jamar Chase was dropping everything last year and was complaining about, you know, how the, the white marks are on the ball in college football and not pros? Because he was. And he turned in one of the better receivers in the NFL. But they weren't, like, defending him publicly. Like, he, he can catch it. Trust me, he can catch it. Did you see that great catch he made? They, no, they weren't doing that. It's not, not a great look. Not a great look. <laughs> just They won't shut up about it. And then the social media keeps showing the passes of two at practice. It's becoming comical because here's the deal. You're answering all these questions. You're going to answer real questions when you're playing real teams and you're throwing interceptions. And you can't go back and say, well, do you remember in OTAs that one week? He threw I scored, a pretty I threw a great pass in the third play of the second set. We're talking about OTAs. We're not talking about training ball, camp. Jay. It's a catchable ball. And keep in mind, we scored two plays later. If I think I'm right, we scored two plays later. I can tell you that right now. Did you see it, guys? Did you see it? Third to the last play we had. Uh, I don't know if I could throw the ball downfield still. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, on my I, account, I think that might have been a touchdown to Tyreek. Um, if not, then we scored two plays after that to Tyreek. So, you know, however you want to write down any of that to social media or whatever outlets you guys are with, uh, you do so. See, here's the thing. It's the third to last play, Jay. The Just confidence level, quarterback's got to be confident, man. It's got to be your most confident person, right? And the confidence level uh, of Tua here is not showing great things. And the guy I remember was a freshman 
when he was pulled, when he was uh, went to start at halftime down against Georgia in a national title game, and Jalen Hurts was your quarterback, and he led Alabama. It's one of the craziest decisions, well, one of the best decisions I've ever seen in college football to go from a guy that's twenty six and two in Jalen Hurts at halftime to Tua. Now that showed some balls, man. That showed some fortitude right there from Tua. Where'd that guy go? Where'd that guy go where he's defending what he does in practice? Like, I want to know where that guy went. It's the third to last play, Jay. Just mark it down. We scored in practice, though. It's third to last, okay? Just go back and watch that particular one. It's very catchable. All right, time to talk some Royals. Josh Vernier from the K next. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Jay Bankley, Grant Nicholson, Jonathan Heasley on the mound for the Kansas City Royals. The rubber match against the Houston Lastros. Just kidding. They're not Lastros this year, but the Royals did have a winning record against them last year, and they're certainly stating their case this year to be better than that team. Go ahead and boo them, too. Get your ticket. Go see the craft and draft. Watch Vern's on deck show. Josh Vern, you're a man with a lot more confidence than Tua because I've never heard him say, Hey, did you hear my second segment yesterday? It was nails. I nailed it. My three strikes was great. It's a very listenable postgame show. It's yes. Very easy to listen to. Yes, yes. Vern is, is more confident than Tua. What's up, Vern? Not too much. Um, yeah, I'm also quick to acknowledge that my nickname in high school as a quarterback yes. was... Old Withered Arm. Not old Withered Arm, just Withered Arm. <laughs> and you played football with... 
Uh, no, it didn't play with Jake Long. Uh-huh. Uh, he took my spot on oh, the varsity right. baseball team. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the yeah. football player took your job on the varsity baseball. Hey, he set the school record for home runs. Yeah, he he holds like uh, my high school, like every uh, basketball, baseball, football record. He dominated all three sports. So. Oh man, to think that as I... you would expect for a guy that went number one in the NFL draft. No, no question, no question. This whole Tua thing, Vern, you, you you're, you're dialed into professional sports, and yeah, and you hear it all the time, and. You know, I was I brought up the fact these baseball players hear about crap all the time on social media, and you can't pay attention to it because they go for fifteen over twenty. They're going to hear how bad they suck or how bad they need to be traded and all this. I mean, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. But two is like really want to defend like a pass he made in practice. You see a score? There's no pass rush or anything else. They're wearing shorts, but he feels the need to tweet it, and he's like. You tell them. You tell the keyboard warriors. You show my touchdown pass in shorts in front of nobody. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand why uh, so many athletes, not so many, um, when you've disappointed, look, I'll just point to the, the way that Ryan O'Hearn and Hunter Dozier handled spring training this season. Uh, they would have a good game out in surprise, and we would go up to their locker to talk to them, and they would quickly dismiss it. They'd go, this doesn't matter. Yes, it's nice to feel good. It's, it's nice to run into a home run or have a nice day at the ballpark. But all that matters is what I do in the regular season. So until I do something in the regular season, I'm not going to act as if I've accomplished anything. And I think that, that's, that's how fans are. Uh, unless, unless you're a rookie, unless they've never seen you in a game. But we've all watched Tua in a game. We've watched him be mediocre the only way you're going to change people's opinion is by in a regular season game being above average and he's yet to do that do you think that uh do you think social media has changed baseball players and streaks and yes because you and i was it moose that you and i were talking to back in spring training and we're like your whole resumes you know on that scoreboard when you walk to the plate mm-hmm. if you're hitting 196 everybody knows it in that stadium like mm-hmm. it'd be like a car salesman sold like one car and larry sold like 25 of them that's <laughs> if you're like walking in and seeing that at the mm-hmm. dealership like like joe and accounting his stats like aren't you know like joe and accounting stats aren't putting out there but baseball you do but with social media and everything else do, do you think so much more pressure now than the way it was in the 80s 90s things like that Well, I'll say this, as far as the scoreboard is concerned, yeah, that's affected players for decades. And, yeah, you you bring up Mike Moustakis, I think, of the uh, 2014 season where what he really needed was the uh, scoreboard to uh, be reset, and that's what happened in the postseason. He hits, what, five home runs as they go to that World – they they go to the World Series, ultimately losing in Game 7. As far as social media is concerned, uh, I'm going to sound like an old man here, Um, But, yeah, I think social media has made everyone soft or or softer, Um, even myself included. Sometimes we give uh, people on social media that we'll never meet, we give them way too much power over our emotions, over our feelings. To allow someone that has absolutely zero backbone to say something to your face to allow them to hide behind a keyboard and affect your emotions or mentality or whatever is foolish. You need to use social media as a tool. Um, 
do not allow it to control you. But but so many people, myself included, uh, we allow that to happen. Athletes are no different. Um, yeah, th- there's no question it makes them even more touchy than they were, um, you know, 20 years ago. But just like kids in high school, kids in college are touchier now than they were uh, 20, 30 years ago. Everyone's a little bit softer in 2022. <laughs> it's why I think this whole fantasy football story with Jock Peterson and the slap heard around the world. 2022 has been about the slap. But it's like Mike Trout yeah. the other day. Isaiah Witt, Witt was, uh, was on with us in Cody Gold when I was in uh, with them last week. And I asked Witt, I said, what would you rather talk about as a professional athlete? Because at this point, they'd lost six in a row. The Angels lost ten in a row now, by the way. So it keeps climbing. But they had lost six in a row. And Mike Trout was talking. Instead of talking about the streak, he was talking about fantasy baseball. And so I asked, I said, Witt, what would you rather talk about, fantasy football or a six-game losing streak? And he said fantasy football. Well, yeah, well, wouldn't you yeah, as well? Yeah, of course. I mean, who wouldn't? Like, Trout I mean, Mike Trout talked about other things as well. Um, he didn't want to talk about fantasy one, football. Yeah, you, you saw the one highlight of him talking about fantasy football, but there was plenty of other questions thrown his way. Um, Not many. He's the minute 40 on it, just football. And there was like seven questions about it. Yeah. Would yeah, you want to be in his league, though? Let's be honest. No, I don't have any money, man. I'm broke. Well, what if he did, though? You'd want to be in that league. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, whatever. If I had money, I'll, I'll, I'll join any league. I don't really care, to be quite honest with you. I'm not going to say anything negative, though. I, I just mentioned uh, people that don't have the nerve to say something to your face. I know I wouldn't say anything negative to Tommy Pham's face, so I'm not <laughs> going to say it right now. That dude does not play. He's all about it, isn't he? All day, I mean, he, you know he, um, you know he, he's like a MMA guy. You know, not not only is he you know passed the eye test as as, as being yoked, uh, but he also knows all of those MMA <laughs> tricks to you know touch a spot in your neck and kill you. Yeah, what's funny is these guys that are getting slapped, they're not retaliating. Like they just wait, somebody at some point will retaliate. You know, like Will Smith, Chris Rock. Chris Rock didn't do anything, just moved right along. Jock Peterson didn't do anything, moved along. Someone eventually getting slapped is going to turn around and punch you. Well, Jock would have gotten uh, the rest of his body slapped yes. if he tried to step to Tommy Pham. Uh, and, and Chris Rock probably would have. Yeah, definitely would have. Um, th- those were smart business decisions. A lot like <laughs> business the, decisions. The, the Tyree kills abounds after the quick five-yard <laughs> out from Patrick Mahomes. Vern, how do you like being at Craft and Draft now in front of everybody that uh, can come watch you again? The live three strikes, he can yeah. pour beer on losers. <laughs> I didn't know they had made pizzas up there, man. It smells oh, great. Dude, it's cre- always up there. The beer up there is insane. Oh, yeah, no question. I'm still – I really thought I was going to get, like, a free beer every uh, on-deck show that, that's uh, yet to come to fruition, though. I think you should pour them on the losers of three strikes heads. Yeah, um – you can come out and do that. Um, again, going back to the kind of the theme of this conversation, uh, I'm not really interested in throwing hands, and I can't imagine too many people would sign up to get a beer poured on them if they lose in three strikes. Well, so. it's great. If you want to see Vern three strikes live, remember the trailer out there, Gate A left field. Kind of like that, except there's no trailer, but there's a lot of beer, and it's at Craft and Draft. That's right. That's right. Yep. So go see Vern. Vern, I want to talk about that game yesterday with the Astros and Royals. Chris Bubich definitely had his his issues. He's recalled from Omaha. He was getting behind hitters. He wasn't throwing first pitch strikes, which they definitely want to see. But I'll give him credit, man. He kept battling, and Houston just kept leaving guys on base. So at the yeah. point, it was like eight guys left on base. 
I think when he got out there, gave him five innings, no earned runs given up for Chris Bubich. That was the kind of bulldog fighting mentality. Don't get down. Don't cry. Don't be upset. You got the bases loaded. Make up for it. And even though he wasn't throwing first pitch strikes, I liked what I saw yesterday from him. Yeah, I don't know if I can share that um, thought from yeah, – I'm not, not saying that you're wrong. I mean, you're right. He does have that bulldog attitude. But, Bink, we've known that since 2020. Uh, that bulldog attitude is what made him the, uh, the, the second pitcher from that 2018 class to ascend to the big leagues, in my opinion. The mentality of Chris Bubich, and it was once again, you're right, on display. It was impressive, or as Mike Matheny said after the game, it was all heart from Chris Bubich. Uh, look, I, I'm not going to knock him, um, but the box that he checked yesterday uh, – he checked that two years ago. I, I'm looking for the next step, just like I'm looking for – uh, the next, well, I'm not looking for it. I'm wondering when it comes to Brady Singer, when it comes to Daniel Lynch. I, I know that Daniel Lynch, that Brady Singer can be uh, average big league starting pitchers, which is something that this team doesn't have many of. I mean, league average starting pitchers. My question is, can Singer, can Lynch, can they take a next step? Can they be better than Danny Duffy, who was only slightly better than league average when you dive into the statistics. Can they be a better starting pitcher than Danny Duffy? If so, well, man, this foundation that J.J. and Dayton and John Sherman have to work with moving forward is pretty sturdy with Lynch and Singer, uh, MJ, Bobby, and and Salvador Perez. Uh, Chris Bubich, to me, still has to prove that he can be a guy to take the ball every fifth day and give you a chance to win. So, uh, did he do that yesterday? Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he he found a way, but I'm going to need him to do it consistently over the course of the next three months. No, I get it. I get it. One thing you've always had a really great knack at, as we're talking to Josh Vernier, our Royals insider, uh, live from Coffin Stadium, is you're not a Ventura. He would have turned 31 uh, this mm-hmm. week, which is mm-hmm. crazy thinking that about is. that. Would have turned 31. But something you said to me a long time ago, uh, when you were first starting to cover the Royals, you're like, man, this guy, just his swag, his confidence, mm-hmm. the way he's walking through a clubhouse because we just talked about Tua and his lack of confidence. You either got it or you don't. And a lot of these pitchers from that 2018 draft class, you know, got a, their first taste of the big leagues playing in front of nobody. Like, no mm-hmm. fans, there's no pressure. And I was wondering, like, who's going to take something from that? Because it's not like your feet's thrown against the fire with people booing you cheering you telling you how much you suck or how good that you are because there's no fans there like how is that going to parlay to their development and future later which one of these guys has that kind of attitude can you see anything at all from that competitive spirit maybe brady singer's got that quote it do you see anything any flashes at all from some of these young guys yeah you bring up your and the way that he walked around the clubhouse before doing anything really in the big leagues um, he knew his right arm was a weapon um It's not as if he was arrogant. He was just very confident that when given the opportunity, he was going to be able to perform at a very high level. Uh, James Shields had that strut in the clubhouse, but he also had the track record to earn that. Uh, Justin Verlander, I covered him in his rookie season in Detroit. Uh, The way that he carried himself was a lot like Giordano. Uh, He knew that right arm was a weapon. He was fine being seen and not heard as a rookie, but he knew once he was given the ball by the manager, you all would pay attention. You all would respect what's happening in that right arm. As I look at this 2018 draft class, Brady Singer was the first one up because um, his self-confidence, his mentality, his 
aggressiveness I thought was superior to anyone else drafted in 2018. There was just a maturity to, to Brady Singer uh, back in 2020 that I don't think was really reflected in anyone else. We talk about the bulldog mentality of Chris Bubich. Um, that, that, that to me is still who he is. He's still trying to take that next step. Uh, Daniel Lynch, um, in my opinion, Daniel Lynch is the closest to um, knowing that his arm is a weapon. Daniel Lynch knows that, he's, that he has nasty stuff. Uh, th- that he could be very, very successful. Now, is it uh, as much confidence as Justin Verlander, as much confidence as a young Jordano Ventura? No, I, I, I don't see that. Um, Singer and Lynch, I would say, have an equal amount of self-confidence, uh, a belief that despite what the numbers say, they're going to learn from it and be better for it the next time. And the next time you face them, you won't get the better of me. There's a self-confidence in those two that is different. Um, you know, Jackson Kowar hasn't done really anything in, in, in the big league level to, to, to have uh, that kind of swag, that kind of arrogance, that kind of confidence. Uh, Jonathan Heasley... Jonathan Heasley seems like the guy you grew up next to, just uh, at least to me, seems like the guy that I grew up next to going back to uh, high school days. He just seems like a very withered arm or no, no, he does not seem like he has a withered arm uh, like me, Uh, but, but, but he just seems very uh, just a a classic uh, dude uh, that in the minor leagues, at least had very good command of the strike zone. And well, that leaves Chris Bubich and, and, and no, nothing, the thing that stands out to me about Chris Bubich is his ability, even going back to when he was 22 back in 2020, uh, his ability to quickly dissect uh, what went right, what went wrong in his outing, and why it happened. Uh, he, he's very cerebral in the way that he approaches the game, the way that he dissects his own outings. Uh, he's well beyond his years in the way that he understands the art form of pitching. That's my opinion. Uh, that, 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 that's how I view that 2018 class. No, n- no one really can uh, match the, the strut of a young Jordano Ventura. Talking to Josh Vernier, our Royals insider. Don't forget, Craft and Draft. You can see him on Vern's On Deck show. He's got Mike Matheny to talk to here in just a few seconds. Final question for you, Vern, because you know I like this category. Mm-hmm. Who ends up leading the Royals in home runs this year? Sal Perez was seven. Fighting. Well, I, we can get to that too. But jo- <laughs> Bobby Wood Jr., seven, including going 443 into the fountains the other day. Yeah. And I think the real dark horse here who's sitting with four is MJ Melendez. Yeah. Uh, because he can get on a roll, man. No and doubt. when he gets on a roll, they all can. Perez can get on a roll. We know that. Bobby Wood Jr. can get on a roll. I think it's intriguing <sighs> which one of these cats ends up leading man, the Royals in home runs. What a great question. I I would like to know the the betting line. I don't know if you want to uh, shoot Alex Gold. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm Alex going to shoot Alex Gold Alex will and probably Steven Spector um, a tweet to see the, the how, how they would line it up. Man, that's a great question. If, if Who would be the betting favorites? I think it's got to be Selby. Right? He's tied right now with Bobby with seven for the team lead. He's the reigning Major League Baseball home run champion. I would say Selby's the favorite. Uh, but the sneaky money, the smart money, as uh, you know, someone like Gold would say, I would think the smart money um, would be on MJ Melendez because it's probably the longest odds. Um, Bobby Witt Jr., though, man. Um, 
I don't know what the odds are right now for him to win Rookie of the Year. I know what this Pena kid's doing for the Astros. Uh, but Bobby, I mean, he might have a 2020 rookie campaign yeah, yep, at yep. the age of 21, Bink. He doesn't turn 22 for another nine days. It's, I mean, this kid is a star, uh, but he's about to be a superstar. And that's why my only focus every day right now is the remaining five years that we know Bobby's in Kansas City. How can you put talent around him and make sure that he gets to experience October while wearing that royal blue? Even 2030, 20 uh, home runs and 30 stolen bases. Beltron did it a couple times, and Amos Otis did it. I mean, the list is really short. They weren't 22 when they did it. No, 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 no. They weren't. Uh, Beltron was pretty young when he did it, but but, uh, Whit Merrifield was real close to it. He had 19 home runs that one year and stole over 30 bases and, like, one hit the wall against the Tigers that he would have hit. Sure. Uh, 20. But anyway, Vern, uh, good luck today at uh, Craft and Draft on the Vern's on Deck show. And talk to the Matheny. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Yeah, 22 home runs for Beltron, 27 stolen bases at the age of uh, 22. So, yeah, Beltron, Bobby Witt Jr. I was making that comparison last night on the postgame show. And, uh, yeah, seems like it was right on. Well, and, you know, Carlos Beltron's not there, but he's a Hall of Famer. I agree. Oh. And and now we're saying that Bobby Witt Jr. Right. is a future Hall of Famer. All right, yeah. let me get out of here. All right. Later. All right, Vern, take Thank care. You. He just called Bobby Witt Jr. a Hall of Famer. You heard it. It was right there, Grant. It's pretty, Live on air. Josh pretty Vernier. big stuff. Yeah, Royals insider. Breaking I'll, news. I'll discuss this leading home run getter because I think this is actually something to watch for the Royals the rest of the year. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Bobby Wood Jr. went fountain the other day, 443 feet. Which leads me to the question to ask you, Grant. I'll answer here in just a second. MJ Melendez, Salvador Perez that hit 48 last year. Bobby Wood Jr. hit 33 last year between double A and triple A. Probably the most power on this team eventually. I mean, I, and there's MJ Melendez who hit 41 last year in the minor leagues. And once they get one, it's going to be many or flowing like water, as I like to say. Who's your uh, betting favorite? I'll just say Bobby. I'll just take Bobby. I like it. I like it. He's it's some confidence. been around the longest. Get some, get some more ABs well, in there. He's not been around the longest. It's been Perez. Well, more than Melendez, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to be Salvador Perez. Well, Perez has the track record of doing it at the major league level. That's what separates him there. But I'm going MJ. 
because he's got four now, but I can see him getting on a stretch. Seriously, one of those stretch where he hits like five in a week. You think as like a rookie, he has that three home run okay. game, then had two home run game. I mean, there's something about that kid, or Bobby Wood Jr. too. I mean, I, he's going to be up there every single year. I mean, every single year it's going to be Bobby Wood Jr. The guy's going to be a proven guy. I mean, just every year. But MJ Melendez, there's just something about him and the way that he was uh, last year. That'd be my dark horse pick was MJ on that. How is it your dark horse? I thought it was supposed to be the betting favorite. Well, because he's down three right now. Yeah, but that's not what the betting favorite is. Well, the betting favorite would be Prez, I do believe. Well, check with gold. Gold will know for sure. I'm sh- can't we just look this up? Isn't there? I'm sure there's a. I don't know if there's odds on the Royals home runs. I'm sure there is. I don't know where we can find it, but uh, we'll look for it. But I do want to talk about your Dono Ventura uh, that would have been 31 this week. We'll discuss Yo next. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 